Welcome to the Kelly Cardenas Podcast, where attitude is everything on today's show. This is his second episode, and I don't say this lightly when I made fast friends with this young man right away. Uh, his gift is probably one of the, the greatest things that touched my heart. Um, he gives away his gift to every single person that he's around, and that gift is his heart, that gift is his light, that gift is his love. But also that gift comes a lot of times on a, on a, on a guitar that he just shows up with. I saw a collapsible one that he had one time, and he <laughs> opened it up, and he was just ready to go. Probably one of the best uh, musicians I've ever seen. And, guys, I've got a chance to travel around and see some of the best. My wife is going to get mad at me for making this comparison, but the only person that I can compare this musician to is the great Bruno Mars. The way not only he plays music, that he connects with music, that it just that it, it, it comes from within him, but also the entertainer that he is. And I'm so proud to be able to call him my friend and my brother. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Damian Horn. Man, what an introduction. That's <laughs> like, I need that kind of introduction every day. That's good for my self-esteem. Thank you, brother. But I'm glad to be on here again, man. This is amazing. Well, people were uh, people were clamoring. I just sent out the uh, first episode. If you haven't listened to the first episode, th those of you listening now, and you're just coming in touch with Damian Horn, actually, you haven't been on Earth for a while because you need to check him out. You need to find him. Uh, DamianHorn.com. You could go on iTunes, listen to his music. It will change your life. This, for me, uh, another comparison I'm going to uh, do, and people are going to get mad at me on this until they listen to you, until they experience you was Maxwell. Maxwell, for all of you out there who know who I am, Maxwell's my favorite artist of all time. Bruno Mars is my wife's favorite of all time. For me, you embody both of them. And it's Ooh. just, I mean, I tell you, the, the, the soul, the, the, the talent level, the heart, the love that comes through your music, man, is, is incredible. And I invite everyone that's listening right now, that you're watching right now, I invite you to go back and you need to listen to this man's first episode because he drops absolute bombs. He talks about his story. We're going to talk a bit about it today, but we're going to be talking about what this man is up to now. Damien, your journey has been incredible. I'm going to sum it up quickly, just quickly, okay? Right. There's this guy who has this dream, goes to L.A., uh, thinks that he's going to be a star, ends up on Skid Row eight months, goes back to North Carolina, uh, gets back in a Datsun B210 with three of his friends, goes to Nashville, sits on a corner, plays music. Guy walks up with a big hat. The guy with the big hat says, hey, is that your own music? You say yes. He tips you $100. You guys go nuts because you get to sleep in a, a hotel for the first time in a while as opposed to sleeping in that musty-ass car that you guys were sleeping in. <laughs> The guy uh, says that he loves your music, asked to sit down and start to, uh, start to play, a, uh, play with you. He says, come and uh, hang out with us. I believe it was a Tuesday night that they play at this certain uh, bar. Play with us on Tuesday. You go, and you don't get on till 2 o'clock in the morning. But you realize that that guy with the big hat that gave you $100, that invited you to a place that he didn't let you play till 2 a.m., happened to be John Rich of Big and Rich. Gretchen Wilson was there playing. And about six months later, you end up on tour with Hank Williams Jr. playing at NASCAR, playing all over the world, and now are one of the most sought-after musicians in the entire world. Am I missing anything, Damien? <laughs> Man, that soundbite was perfect. I need that. I need that <laughs> reel right there of that just to give people the blast of the, the whole past and how everything came about. That's it. That's how it happened. That's the story. 
Well, what I love about it, Damien, is the good, good life that you talk about is not a, I get to live good, 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 good all the time. There's been peaks, there's been valleys. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about what you've been up to now. So, man, this one was birthed, you know, that the idea has been in my mind for a long time. Just I, I kind of grew up always. I'm, I'm a middle child, you know, from this big family we, we've discussed before. I'm a middle child. So it kind of becomes part of our character to kind of pull people together, to be the glue and like make sure you're OK, make sure you're OK. And it's kind of become a part of who I am. And so I always have had a heart for just helping people. And I spent my friends say, man, like, how do you get anything done? I see you on the phone for like hours just talking to people about their problems and like ways you can help them and, and trying to figure out, you know, problem solve and fix things with people. And uh, it's also it's always been a passion of mine. And uh, and during 2020, when COVID hit, everything shuts down. So, you know, in the touring world, like everything, all these gigs I had on the books, like, oh, sorry, we cancel, cancel, cancel. So the rest of my year was pretty much bare. And I'm like, OK, guy, what, what do I do? You know, and then like it just was dropped on me. It's like, well, you know, like do what what you have the ability to do, the passion that I've given you to do. I've given you more than one passion. And I was like, well. You know, like I, I just wanted to figure a way I could help people and, and, and do that in a bigger scale, you know, as opposed to just my close circle of people I kind of come in contact with. And that's when like the Good Good Life digital life course came across my mind. Like I was seeing all this. I was actually taking a life coaching course at the time. And I was like, huh, I'd love to do something like this. And I was like, oh, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know how to build platforms and do all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I got a lot of time on my hands to kind of figure this thing out. And that's where it was birthed at. So I just literally the beginning of uh, last year of 2021, I just sat down and started writing out the curriculum and just working through it. I had one of my ministry partners, her name is Christina O'Connor. Uh, she's a, actually an alternative school teacher. And so she deals with like, you know, a lot of online teaching now. And so she was helping me with the platform and how to navigate these things. And I just created it, man. And I was like, man, I want to find a way where I can help people on an even broader scale, you know, and and that's where it came from. And so, like, that has been my focus over the past year and a half, just creating this course. And and, and now it's here. It's finished, you know, and, uh, and I'm launching it to the world just to kind of it's it's just really a course that kind of were some basic principles for me that I learned along the way that people have shown me along the way that I've learned from people like yourself, you know, along the way that just like, man, when somebody told me this and I started applying it, it really changed my trajectory, whatever area of life I was in. And so I was like, man, like, I want to give this knowledge to other people. Like, I, you know, I always say I'm like, I'm not a licensed therapist or anything like that. I just really have lived the school of hard knocks. I've done a lot of trial and error, you know, as you as you know from the story. So, you man, I think that's the best teaching tool, man, when you can live things and go through it and fail multiple times and get up and figure it out. And man, and this might help somebody else figure out how they can get started and avoid some of the, you know, the pitfalls I had along the way. And so that's that's been my process. So talk to the young musicians out there, man, because I our our conversation the other day, every conversation that we have hits me huge. Even the ones where you don't pick up the phone, because I call your butt a lot. And there's a lot of times where I get your answer machine or, well, some old school people are going to hear answer machine. I'm getting voicemail. Uh, but I know you're clicking like, uh, you know, call screening, call screening. Uh, you see my number and you're like, uh, you know, because you haven't even logged my name in yet. And <laughs> you're, you're like, I don't know who this number is, but it might be Kelly's. I'm screening. I'm just I'm just joking. 
But when we got a chance to talk the other day, it really, really impacted me, man. I sat in it for a while, and you were telling me that you've had so many crazy opportunities now as you've gone along, but because it wasn't in line with your purpose, which is music, you were like, I would much rather do music and maybe not have the shine, maybe not go to those opportunities. Can you talk to that right now? Because we are in a land and we are in a world right now where a lot of people are like, even though I don't believe in it, it might make me a lot of money. Right. Well, I, and I, I think that's great. And that's one of the things I even talk about on the course. You know, a, a lot of times you, when you think of the light, even the words, the good, good life, you think of like, everything's perfect. Everything has to align a certain way. You know, a part of the good, good life is, is being able to be, you know, the scripture I use in here is Philippians, you know, as Philippians 4, 11 through 13. It's just like, I learned to be content in all things, whether I have plenty or I have a little bit, because I know I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So it's kind of that thought process in every part of your life, even when things aren't going great, even when you get, you know, hundreds of shows canceled for the rest of the year, you got to figure out, okay, well, how is this a part of the good, good life? You know what I'm saying? And when you can change that perspective in your mind, then you can, you can literally live it out even when things don't seem great. And so for musicians who think, you know, like, well, you know, like every, I, you know, I say, I believe opportunities are great and I try to accumulate, you know, as many as I can and be a steward of them. But I don't believe every opportunity that comes my way is for me. Some is for me to steward along to someone else or, you know, or maybe even, you know, like, uh, you know, leave that opportunity for somebody else. Because I, I have a passion and I have a purpose. And when you understand who you are and what you're called to do specifically, then uh, you can you can focus in a lot easier on which which one of these are for me and which aren't for me. And it doesn't mean these other ones aren't really enticing. They're like the money is really great. You know, the the limelight that you get is really great. And so sometimes that can be a hard thing. But because I've experienced both ends, you know, I come from a lot of, you know, a, a very impoverished kind of situation. And I've had plenty, you know, what I'm saying I've, I've been at the top, what I feel like is the top plenty of money where I didn't think about money, all these things. And I, I think back in my mind on the best days of my life and those always, it was never attached to how much money I had or how much shine I had. It was always attached to what purpose I was living in and what purpose I was walking out in. And so like, so when you start kind of understanding that, then like when you, the dollar signs come, they, it's not as appealing as, you know, once before. Now that's all, that's hard to tell somebody who might, hasn't had that opportunity. Cause you know, I try to tell like, you know, you know, my, 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 my cousins and my family, someone's like, man, no, we gotta get this dollar bill, man. And, and I understand that, but then like, I'm like, you know, cause like I have a lot of, you know, um, family members who are musicians as well. And, you know, they, they, you know, deals are coming their way, you know, they're doing really good starting to build, but I'm, and I'm trying to speak to them about contracts. I'm like, Hey man, this is not, you know, all that glitters is not gold. This is not as exactly where you want to end up. You know, I was like, I'm gonna give you my advice, but you're left to do what you want to do. And I try to share from my experience and that's kind of what it's about, you know? And so that's what I would say to, you know, these young musicians coming up. First of all, just make sure you stay aligned with your purpose. You know what I'm saying? And the opportunities that come, you know, the ones that align with your purpose, man, go for them, you know, head on. But there will come other ones that will kind of, you know, distract you and make you want to go to the to the left or to the right. So, you know, you got to be careful of that. Talk to us about one that led you to the left or to the right. And you were like, well, no one will see. I mean, I know you're perfect, Damien, 
But yeah. oh, yeah. okay, you I know, know you're perfect, and I know you're dropped from heaven because if you've got to experience him in like in concert, the last concert, and I, I mean, there's levels to these things. I told you this the other day, and. I experienced you and I saw you and I was like, oh, I mean, probably one of my favorite musicians ever. And then I saw you level up on a completely different place where you were, we were at an event. You weren't supposed to play. And you just happened to have a backpack on that had a, on my life, a collapsible, I had never seen it before, guitar. And you were like desperado. You broke it out and you <laughs> went into, and you flowed from song to song to song to song to, I mean, all the way through those things, right? Amazing. But I'm not letting you off the hook. Okay. When's the, because when's the, you thought I was, you thought I was going to let you off the hook. I know, I question. We're moving away. No, I'm not. I'm just giving some context because I want people to understand how amazing you are. But then we're going to understand the, the, the human side of Damien. Yeah. Take us to that place because when you get hundreds of, of places or hundreds of uh, uh, gigs canceled, and we're not talking about small gigs here, ladies right. and gentlemen right. that are listening, this is not him being able to play at the, the local youth center or for the chamber of commerce. Right, right. This is big stuff. This is all around the world. This is touring all around the world. Take me to a place where you're like, that's shiny, and, you know, it's probably not lined up with my purpose, but I'm about to grab that bad boy because, you know, bologna sandwich isn't going to work for today. Right. Well, I'll give you, like, kind of a, a general, <laughs> a, a, a general uh, you know, story. I don't want to use any names because, okay. you know, I don't want to incriminate right. anybody, but I've had opportunities, multiple opportunities, you know, and and some I've, I've been, I've been, you know, on the straight and narrow way and some I, you know, I went for the bag, you know, and, and, and just to be honest, I went for the bag. And, and, and I say that in the sense of like purpose, because for me and who Damien Horn is and what Damien Horn wants to give the world is positivity, you know, like good energy, good vibes and, and things that are noble and, and of good rapport. And, and this is what I want to feed the world. And now there's some artists out there who that's not their alignment, you know? And so I've been approached so many times from different artists. It's like, hey, could you be on this track or could you play on this track? Or could you sing on this track? Could you, you know, do this show with me? You know, like, and kind of what their messaging is, you know, if you go to the Damien Horn site, it says the man, the music, the message. And those things are, are important to me. You know, like the man that I am, the music I create and the message that I'm putting across. Now, I will have to say there have been times where I did I compromise with the other side for a dollar bill for, you know, the messaging, not not necessarily coming from me. And I'm like, well, I'm not saying it. I'm just playing. I'm just singing. I'm just, and those things, man, never make me feel good at night. You know, it didn't matter how much money I made from it. When I went to bed that night, you know, and put my head on the pillow, man, my stomach hurt, you know? And that's one of the things, you know, I, I had to learn that lesson, you know, and and I'm, I'm definitely beyond that now in my career. And I'm, I'm not going to say, I, I, I will say this, I, I still fight this all the time, you know, because you have those kind of opportunities to come, but I've done a whole lot better, you know, moving forward. But, you know, those opportunities come and like what I said, you know, sometimes there's things that don't align with your purpose that, um, you know, that can look shiny and can offer, you know, something that looks great. But man, like for me, if it doesn't align with my purpose and my messaging and who I want to be and what I want to portray to the world and give to the world and lead the world, 
then like at the end of the day, man, it leaves me sick. It really does. It just leaves me sick to my stomach. So to say that, you know, I have missed out on opportunities as well that people believe like, man, you could have taken your career here. You could have been with these people. You could have been doing these things. And um, at the end of the day, that's not the mark I want to leave. And so I had to reconcile that within myself, you know, so, but, you know, there definitely have been times where I was like, you know what, I don't know if anybody would really notice this. And then like, uh, you know, I get a, I get a video message from somebody I was like, uh, were you just on stage with this person singing what? Like, it's just, you know, one of those things, you know. But um, learn from my mistakes. This yes. is what I say. Learn from my mistakes. So it's not let, worth it. Let's break it down in those three. I mean, when, when people are listening and they hear purpose, right? And they, mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll, when I, when you hear something like this, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling for words because I want to make sure that it gets out to the listeners correctly. Mm-hmm. When you hear a message from you that you've seen the mountaintops, when you hear a message from a Gary Spellman, seen the mountaintops, mm-hmm. from a John Paul, seen the mountaintops, that says to you, and the Damien Horns of the world, fall in line with your purpose. When you fall in line with your purpose, everything's going to work out. Talk to that person who is in the valley and never been on the top of the mountain. How do they start to construct the man? Because we're, let's break it down. You said man, music, and message. How do mm-hmm. they start to construct the man? Where I mean, where do, where do they start? Because they could say, and a lot of people do when on the show. Like I had one person tell me, um, you know, I listen to you a lot, but I had to stop listening because it, it, it's way too positive, and I have a lot of bad stuff in my life, and I can't connect with that. And I said, whoa. Mm. How, do, how do they build the man first? Man, I, you know, and, and this is because you're asking me and I have to be true to my message. And, and my message is this. It, to me, it never comes outside of God. Not completely. You, can, you can't find that. You know, it's like, it's like who better knows, you know, I use this analogy a lot. Who better knows what the iPhone is created for than the creator, Steve Jobs. Like his vision, his creation, what he, he, he morphed in his mind and made come to fruition. Like who better knows the design and what we're made for and created for than the creator. So you have to start with the creator. And I, and this is not me like, you know, being preachy or anything like that. It's just me like stating what I believe to be facts. You know, it's just like, you can't understand the, the creation if you don't understand, have any kind of connection with the creator. And, 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 I, I always say it like this, like I always, I make it like an infomercial with people. I'm like, man, try it for 30 days. Like if it ain't changing your life, man, go back to what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just try it, just try it. And what I, and, and the way to do that, man, it's just kind of like, you know, just getting into the word and getting yourself around people who, who understand that and just take some of that information and apply it. That's, you would do that with anything that you would try to do in life. You know, if you were trying to learn how to build a home and you you knew a friend who was a carpenter, he'd be like, look, follow me. This is how you do it. If you look at people's life and you say, like you're saying, you're naming the, the Gary's and the John Paul's. If you're naming these guys and you're seeing their lives and you see where they, they are and what they've done, then you ask them like, well, how do I get there? What do you do to get there? And if people are looking at me and asking that question, that's where it started. You know what I'm saying? My first discovery was God. Second, and because of that discovery, I discovered purpose. And then outside of that purpose, I discovered ways to shine, which is what I, I call living out that purpose. And, and that's shining. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, when I step into what I do well, 
it shines, you know what I'm saying? And then it liberates other people to do the same thing. So, but I feel like you got to start with the creator. It, that's how you start, you know, and, and, and you don't have to be any, you can, and the cool thing about that, you can be at any level of life. You can be a person who feels like everything is going negative in their life. You can be, uh, you can be a person with a temper. You can be a person who has, who has a lot of money or no money. It, it doesn't matter. You can start where you are, where you're at and who you are. And, and that's, that's the way he receives us. You know, he's the creator. So I feel like discovering him will help you discover who you are and what you're designed to be. So Damien, you have this innate ability, man, whether it's, I mean, when we were waiting for our Uber in Austin, when they weren't coming, you remember exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. When we're freaking out, like we're not going to make the, the, the flight and your woman is there and you're trying to stay calm, but you're like, Damn, I mean, if it doesn't happen, she's going to, you know, and because I remember you guys had to get back for like a birth, it was like a birthday mm -hmm. or something like that. And, but at every time that I've seen you, you are present 100,000%, even, even when you're about to go on and play. Mm -hmm. And I tell you that I'm ready to do backup. <laughs> which I have, I mean, no musical talent at all, but I remember telling you, man, I got your back and I got backup and you were like, you need to stay in the back and I'll call you. Just don't call come. You, yeah. But I'll call you. Even at that point when you're just about to go on and play and I give you a joke like that, you are so a thousand percent present. How are you able to do that? And how could someone be present in their life? Well, I, I feel like understanding, I, I feel like understanding what, what moments we have, like, man, it, the present is, is a present, you know, it is a present, like the moment that we live in now is, is a present. It's a gift, you know, like the past is something we can learn from the present is our present and the future. It gives us hope for tomorrow. So it's like, I, when I think about, cause tomorrow is not promised to any of us, you know, it's like, you you know, we live in, in, you know, in times now where you see just, you know, crazy things happening from viruses to, you know, all kinds of things are happening in this world. And so, like, I try to be as present in the moment as I can be because because I recognize that it's a gift. You know, I, you know, you know, as I get older, unfortunately, I see, you know, and I saw a lot of this as a young man. But like, even as I get older, you see more and more people, you know, leave this earth, you know. And so it's just like you start to realize how precious each moment is so every day i get another day i'm like this moment is special absorb it take it in for what it is you know and 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 that's just my mindset with every day and everything that i get to do so it, it's a it's a present it's a gift the present is a present so damien <clears throat> the second part of this is that when you said your music and for the people out there with no musical talent just like myself like none absolutely none. <laughs> i can't even i can't even hit the tambourine at the right pace and I'm not saying that's a simple situation, but I should be able to hit that and stay on with you. When you're talking about the man, the music, you're not just talking about playing instruments and not singing. Each and every person has their own music. Mm -hmm. How can Correct. a person find their music? And, and so, and the music is like what I'm, that's the, to me, the music is the tool. It's the tool that mm. you've been given. And we all have been given a tool or a gift or an ability or a talent that we use 
for our messaging and our purposing. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the crazy thing is when I was growing up, I had that a little off. You know, I thought music was the purpose, you know? And so it's like, oh, the purpose is play music, make money, be famous and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then as I got older, I was like, no way. I, I, you know, those, those thoughts and process started to align. It was like, oh, the music is the tool. It's the avenue. So like I say how you find your, your tool or your gifting is like, you gotta, you gotta do some self assessment, some self analyzing. And then like, man, I, I, like, even I tell people, even in this course, I talk about how you find people around you who know you and, and, and listen to them. Like people like, man, you, you have a gift at this. You have a talent. Sometimes you can't recognize it in your own self. And sometimes the people around you can recognize that in you. Before I felt like I had music ability when I was getting booed off the stage as the three blind mice. You remember those days? The next to Ken. Next days. to Ken, you hey, go yeah. back and listen to the first episode, and you will see next to Ken. Next to Ken is coming back. It's coming back this it's year. Twenty twenty two is next to Ken's time. And the Backstreet came back. We're gonna bring our middle aged boy band back, and we're coming. <laughs> we're gonna hit the airwaves. I'm telling you, it's time to bring next to Ken back. But even during that time, you know, when when I was literally getting booed off the stage, there were people around me who recognized potential, you know, and then they spoke that positivity in my life. And so it was like it kept me from like, oh, I'm never doing this again, you know, because some people would have that experience of like, I'm done with this. But then there were people who were like, no, you got something, you know, like, like we can sharpen this tool. You know, we can we can teach you how to use it correctly. And you can find ways to do that, but there's something there. And so I would say that to anybody who's looking for their music, you know, their gifting, uh, first of all, just kind of look at what naturally natural abilities you have, things that you're passionate about, something that you can do, whether people, I always say for me, I find I found the thing that I would do, and I hope this doesn't get out, it's probably, it's going to be out everywhere now, <laughs> but I found something that I would do, whether people would pay me or not, you know, like, whether people paid me or not, I would play music when that wouldn't stop me, you know, and it was a gifting and a tool that I had. And so when you're that passionate about something and you have that ability, you know, that's how you can find that music in your life. When I talked to earlier, uh, Damien, I said there's levels to this stuff and there's a time like when you're playing music now and I saw it the last time that I saw you play, there was this click. There was this, this level that you, that you experienced where you were, you weren't thinking about the music and I've seen you and I've watched you and you've always been phenomenal, but this was a different level. How does one go from the technique? Because you have to have the technique. If you're going to play the guitar, you're going to sing, you have to have the technique. If you're going to, you know, if your gift is, you know, whatever that gift is, if, if your gift is cooking or your gift is, right. um, you know, uh, doing hair or whatever it is, there's this click that happens that you don't have to think about it anymore. How does a person get to that place and that flow? And I don't know if you realize it. I think you do. But now when you play music and anyone out there that gets, you get a chance to see him play music, you'll see this because it's not like he's thinking about the guitar. Like he's not thinking about how he sounded. He's just connecting on this crazy level and the most amazing music is there. And and you just said that's the that's the key. I feel like to that kind of thing. I mean, you you, you spend years and, and you know a lifetime. I still you know every day I get up and I get at my instrument and I you know try to perfect what I'm doing. I still do it because I love it that much. Like I said, like I'm sitting practicing you know scales and 
chord progressions and, and new ways of uh, approaching music still to this day. But I think when you when you get to the point where you're efficient enough to deliver it, you know, like it's like it's almost like, you know, uh, you know, like if you were this master chef and you've gotten everything down on how to cook and the recipes correct, then then you start adding your own little flair, you know, like you start you, you're able to kind of enjoy the process and like and and where it clicks and goes over is now you're not just focus on the meal or you're focusing on the ability you're focused on others now so like now when i'm up there like i can interact with you know like you know people and not just like on a surface like i'm entertaining you level you know like i i feel like i can literally read the room and be like man this person needs needs a connection you know this person needs what i'm what what i'm putting out you know what i'm saying and so i can connect there and and, and it's it's a you know it's a it's an ability thing it's a god thing it's an energy thing it's a it's a discernment thing and that's kind of i think the 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 next level I, I feel like great musicians can do that like they can get on get on not just musicians any you know people in general even when you're like having a conversation with somebody i feel like god has given me the ability of of discernment i can talk to somebody for like two minutes and almost tell where they're at in life how they're feeling what you know like what is needed in order to kind of help pull them into a better space and that's all i want to do my what i feel like my gifting is is like when i lead people i want to lead them better than when i i saw i met them so and and i and not can i can do that in conversation i can do that playing music i can do that you know delivering a pizza you know i feel like you can do that in any walk of life any facet of life you know Talk to us about transitions. <clears throat> I've never seen a musician transition the way that you do. I mean, the 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 melody that you had when we when the last time it was at PLH, and you went uh -huh. from and I can't even remember all of the songs, and I don't remember. But when I was experiencing them, I, I remember one of them was uh, um, Uptown Funk, mm -hmm. and you transitioned from so many different songs and everybody was on the dance floor and it was like talk to us about that and how you're able to not only trans i mean you transition in music like nothing i've ever seen the other the other comparison people are going to get mad at this when i say it but the only connection point to transition that i can think of is when i was at the roots concert and the roots are doing their own music and then they go into playing some rock and roll and then they come back into theirs and that transition talk to us about these transitions and how you were able to master it um I mean, it comes from a, it comes from a few things you know one is definitely a, a level of musicianship when you've kind of like understand how music is works and construct it's like the language you know like you know like for me i've, I've been learning spanish for the past five years and, and my fiance is mexicana so like so you when i'm first starting off like buenos dias you know you're you're kind of fumbling through you can know the words but you're trying to like speak them but then the more the better you get at doing it the more fluent it gets and then you also recognize how things complement each other and so musically it's the same thing. It's a language that is it, it. Music is a universal language. It's this language that like literally speaks, you know, from chord progression to chord progressions. There's there's mathematical equations that's happening all the time in circles of fifths and and fourths and the third. You know, these things are happening. And I, I understand all these things as a musician. But once you kind of get fluent in it, then you like and if you have an ear for that kind of thing, 
you hear like I'll play a song and I'll hear 20 other songs as I'm playing that song. And I'm like, oh, let's just go into that song. And that's kind of how that comes about. It's just it's a you know, musicians who do that and know that really like the roots is a great example of that. Like that, you know, they hear, they know, they know the they know the language of music so well. Like they can make they can pull anything into you know what they're doing and so as i'm going a lot of times when i'm playing I, I you know i do it every time i play out you know i'll hear something different i was like oh i never heard this song in this song before but now i'm gonna put it in this song and and just the transitions of that so it comes from a level of like musicianship and an ear for for the language of music let's let's dive into this uh uh something that you just said where you said you wake up and you practice your instrument Never in a million years would I think a Damien Horn would be practicing scales at the level that Damien Horn is playing at. Can you talk to this a little bit? Yeah, because uh, I just I always you know my thought process in in life is if you're if you're not if you're not increasing you're decreasing you know and so like I don't ever feel like I want to get to and I I don't think I I know I won't ever get to the point where I feel satisfied at where I'm at you know and there's always level as 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 good as a musician as I've become, I I know there's so much more to achieve and so much further I can go. So like that's what keeps me, you know, motivated to move forward. Cause I'm a I'm a worker bee like that. Like I like I like the work. I like the hard work. You know, and that's one of the things. And I I say this to people a lot of times. A lot of the opportunities I know I know now this might debunk some of what you said before, but I know zillions of musicians who are way better than I am. I just do. I know that I, I, I understand my ability and my level, but my opportunities a lot of times come, I know from God and just putting in the hard work, attitude and effort, man, those two things, man, are the things that like keep, you know, these, these opportunities to shine coming in. And, and for me playing music, I love it. I'm passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, it's fun for me to get up and like, Oh, like, let me learn this gospel, you know, pentatonic scale, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I enjoy that kind of stuff. It'd be like, any, you know, like what you're doing, you're like, man, like I'm learning more about this podcast and I'm now I, I'm adding this and I'm adding this like, man, this is a phenomenal podcast. You'd be like, oh, but I can do more. I can do more, you know? And so it's just kind of that same desire, you know? And how is it that you stay humble? I mean, this is, this is a thing that I, you know, when I talk to you, you make me feel like I'm the only person on earth, even when you don't answer my calls. <laughs> <laughs> even when you don't answer my calls, I feel like the only person on earth. I'm no, that's really when you yeah, feel because like I am person. because ain't nobody answering my damn call is what it is. I'm by myself. I'm like, I'm the only one on earth now. And Damien is talking with everybody else. I'm joking with that's you, man. Funny. I'm giving that's him a hard time. Cause I love the guy. And, um, but every time that I talk to you, man, I mean, it really is, it's this, it's this heartfelt, again, I go into the presence part of it, but there's, there seems to never be an agenda with you, man. Like there never is. And how do you stay in, in that mode? And there's very few of you in this world, man, that, that are that way. How, like help us with that. And why is that so important to, again, a world that is constantly like, and I'm sure you hear this as a musician or you heard it early on. How are you monetizing that? How are you monetizing that? 
How are you going to be able to do this? How are you? And it's like, I'm not doing it to monetize. I'm doing it because I absolutely love it. But talk to us about being able to stay in that pocket, in that lane, when you live in a world of people constantly like, okay, well, how can I take a Damien and then turn him into a product and then turn him right. into this and as we go? Well, it's it's not an it's not an easy thing, you know. But there's some things you can definitely do to be intentional about it. And for me, like I said, it always starts with staying aligned with the word. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the number one thing for me. I always got to stay aligned with the word. And the second thing I, is is accountability. Man, I keep people in my life who are like minded, who have the same heart, but also will give me the hard truths. Be like, hey you ain't been answering my calls. You know what I'm saying? I got people who keep me <laughs> humble. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like you ain't that big that you shouldn't be answering my phone calls. You know, like, so like, I think that's important. You know, like I, you know, I'm always, I'm always uh, very aware of where I come from and what, what gifts I've been given. None of this is like mine. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a steward of these things. And so with that perspective, it keeps me in a place of humility because it's like, Hey, at any moment, you know, like uh, two years ago, I had my thumb ripped off my hand, you know, which could have changed my whole, you know, playing ability, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, it's very quickly, you know, things can be taken from you out of your life, in and out of your life. And so I've just learned to be in the moment, be present be uh, with the present that I have in front of me and then be appreciative of it because, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't feel like, honestly, I don't feel like I've earned anything, any of these things. I feel like, you know, I've done my part. I, I, you know, I try to keep a good attitude and put effort in and that's what I know to do. And then the rest like, all right, God, you gotta, you gotta create this, man. You gotta create the opportunities. You gotta open these doors. You gotta close these windows. Even when I'm trying to like get in, Hey man, let me get some money to do, get on that. You know, like you gotta shut it. Cause I'm not perfect by any means, you know? So like, and, and those are the things that kind of keep me humble. God, God has really given me a great balance of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Paul talks about, he's like, you know, I don't, I don't ever want like too much where like, I would be like, you know, uh, not dependent on you, but I don't have me at a place where I have too little, where I feel like you've neglected me. And that's where I feel like he's put me in a sweet spot. You know, there's still so much more I want to attain, but he's given me so much that it, it's put me in this sweet area of like, man, like I know he's watching out for me and he's guiding. And so it keeps me in a, in a, in a posture of humility. Damien. Now you, you're, I love the humility too, because you were like, you're going to, uh, you were going to debunk some things that I said, because there's so many musicians that are so much better than you and all this stuff. I still don't believe that. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I, I, watching you and experiencing you as a musician and, and maybe it's, I mean, I would like, maybe in my mind, I'm thinking maybe I'm, uh, you know, because he's such a good friend and because I know who he is, it makes the music sound sweeter. And then I stop myself and I'm like, no, because I go back to the recording that I have on my phone of you playing and your transitions. And I'm like, no, that, I mean, he's just that damn good. <laughs> what are you working on right now as a musician? When you're saying working on getting better, talk to us about the, I want in the last couple of days, what are the things that you're working on that you're like, I want to get to, I want to move this or whether it be with your guitar, with your singing, whatever it is, what are you working on right now? Well, every day it's on my schedule. Like if I'm looking to the, my right, which is a huge dry race board. It has Damien, like literally. Damien, before you go into that, do you have a a, a a a guitar near you? I do. I do. Okay. I just I just wanted to add. I just wanted to ask that. Continue yeah. on. Continue on. <laughs> so like I have a huge dry race board here, and it kind of gives me like what I want to achieve for the year. 
you know, things I need to do. And then I have like a kind of scheduling and every day from Monday through Friday, I have to practice piano. I have to practice guitar. I have to practice vocals. I do that every day. Like I sit down, like last night I sat, I didn't get to it till super late last night, but I sit down and run through scales on the keyboard and, and practice some lead stuff on guitar. And then I do vocal runs and, and riffs and, and work on it. I do that every day, every, every day. day, definitely Monday through Friday. What Saturday did you work Sunday on week. today? What did you, what did you do today? Today, when I first got up, it's the first thing I do. When I first got up, I literally sat at my piano and just started playing through some songs that I haven't played on the piano in a while. And so I, I, I play so much. So a lot of that becomes my practice, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I play so much. So it's so like, people are like, well, why do you still practice? Because like, I don't want to get in the, the space of like, oh, like this is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so there's always something new to, to be innovative. Like one of the, I feel like some of the best music I wrote was when I really didn't know what I was doing, you know? And so the discovery of it, I want to keep that alive. So sometimes I'll just sit at the piano or sit at my guitar and just, do something weird, something that doesn't make sense from what I know now, because now I have a lot of musical knowledge. And sometimes with that, you start putting yourself in this box. It's like, oh, you can't go outside of this anymore because this is the rule set. But I, I, some of my favorite music and some of my favorite music that other people tell me about is some of the earlier stuff that I created when I didn't even know what I was playing. I just had the ear for music. I didn't know I was playing an E minor seven and going to a C nine. I didn't know that. I just knew it sounded good. So I found it and played it. And so I still do that from time to time. Like this morning, I just got up and I kind of went to the keyboard. And I just kind of clunk around and just like, oh, huh. and then it just kind of spars me into, you know, spurs me into another thought idea. And I just kind of, I just kind of build on it. I do that kind of thing all the time. Take us through the construction of writing a song. Okay. Um, and, and I want you to nerd, I want you to nerd out. I don't want you to think like, oh, okay. because there's a, there, masters at their craft like you a lot of times are like, well, a lot of people aren't going to understand this part of it, so they're not going to be interested. No, every one of us is interested. And we want, like, take us through that process. So, I mean, like for me, it, it goes a lot of different ways. And I, and I will say this, I, I feel like first and foremost, I'm a songwriter. That's like what brought me to the game. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I remember listening to Surface on the radio back in the day, you know, and, and listening to their songs and be like, oh, I want to write a song. So I literally like take their music and write a song over their music, you know? So like, that's kind of how I, I just love construction of songs and lyrical content and that kind of stuff. So for me, it happens in a lot of different ways. A lot of times I'm inspired by the sound of music. So I'll find a progression. And what that means is like either, you know, maybe four or five chords, three, four or five chords that come together at one particular point. And uh, when I hear a certain pro progression that moves me in a way, then I start thinking about, well, what does that feel like to me? Like, oh, this, this is very minor sounding, like it's in a minor key. So it feels man, like this sounds like a sad song. And then like, I just kind of keep playing it. And then I start thinking about things in my life or something I might've been talking to somebody about that day that had that feeling that matches that music. And then I just start building from there. So it's like, you know, if we were talking about like, you know, I find a minor chord and be like, you know, yeah, you didn't pick up the phone today. You know, like, you know, like something, you know, something somebody was sad about that we talked about anything.
and then it just starts and i just build it from there and so like if my whole premise is based on like somebody not answering you know a phone call then i can literally construct a song based on that whole you know thought process and i branch off to different ideas and thoughts from that and i just build so starting with that i think i'm frozen too so a lot of people think that i've just got this funny look on my face yeah. that's a weird yeah. look on my face i think you did i was like that's I, why I, stopped that I know i don't know what it, i know i saw your face and i was like I, you know i saw your face look at me and it's i'm still there too i'm still locked in which is this is going to be great for the rest of the show it's going to be locked in just like that which is great it's awesome so Take us to this. <laughs> I can't even take myself seriously. Uh, <laughs> Everything that I say from now is going to be funny. I like it. So it's good. So take us to to the uh, how you construct that second verse. I mean, are you looking for something to rhyme? Because for a person who doesn't write songs, this is what mm -hmm. we always think. We're we're always in that roses are red, violets are blue situation. That's where we're right. all, we right. we have the tendency to do. So what is like how how are you able to like take yourself there. I mean, wh wh what's your process? Yeah. So once I kind of get the theme of where I want to go, like if I'm talking about love, if I'm talking about heartbreak, if I'm talking about whatever the case may be, once I kind of get the theme and I have a progression, this is normally, I, sometimes it goes the other way. Sometimes I'll have a, somebody will say a cool lyrical line. I'm like, man, I couldn't create a whole, you know, song process based on just that one line. So, but a lot of times for me, like I said, it starts with music. I create music and then I kind of create a thought process or a feeling over that music. And if you say the song is about heartbreak, you know, I, I kind of construct this, you know, I usually personally go back to something in my life where I felt that, or at least somebody close to me, I know has explained a story to me about heartbreak and I build on that. And yeah, I use rhyme. I, I'm a big believer in, in using rhyme because I, 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 I like to write stuff that sticks with people and rhyme is just one of those ways that help uh, like lock things into your mind. So and even there's like a little, you know, like songwriting template for people who are kind of getting started, you know, says like um, uh, this is how you write a song. Keep each line about this long. Uh, if you can make it rhyme and try to keep it all in time. So if you kind of keep, you know, like that is like kind of the feel of like even the first song writing process that I even had was just like, oh, you know, write a song and keep each line about this long, you know, make it rhyme, keep it in time. And and then you construct from that. Now that's the very basic, basic, like one-on-one approach to that. And then, like I said, when you have an idea of like, you know, how to start constructing, the cool thing about music, which I love, you can break the rules. You don't have to make it rhyme. It doesn't, each line doesn't have to be this long. You know, you can construct, that's the beauty of music because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's up to your interpretation and your, you know, how you want to construct it. And man, it can go all kinds of way. I got songs that, you know, that rhyme, you know, very poppy pop, a lot more pop stuff rhymes and has, you know, that, that kind of straightforward cadence. And then like very kind of alternative stuff, you know, don't doesn't rhyme a lot, you know, and it has a different kind of cadence to lyrical content. It's all over the place, all over the board. So, you know, I want to compliment you because this, and I want to talk about this part of it because my camera is obviously stuck. These are things <laughs> that happen in life, right? right? Right. And so when we talk about the man, then we talk about the, the music as far as your gift Let's go to the message because a lot of times we get caught up in the message, just like what we're doing right now, where you look at my silly face and it's like, this is what circumstantially happens in life. Mm -hmm. 
how are you able to construct the message when there's so many other things that are happening and coming in? So you, you know, you, you get in line with your creator. That's what you were talking about earlier. You start to understand your gifts and realize that they're a gift, which keeps you humble, but then you master your gifts. You master that music. Now we're coming into the message. It took a while for you to craft the message. How does someone start to craft their message once they've started to master their craft? I think like a, a lot of these these things start with who you are as a person, who what what you're passionate about, and what you feel called to do. You know, in the in the course, the Good Good Life course, I actually interview Manny in there, and he kind of talks about his calling and what he's called to do in life. And I think for each of us, it's kind of it starts back with self. You have to kind of figure out what. Uh, what it is I want to say to the world. What do I want? To, what do I want to impart on the world? What do I want to leave on the world? And me, ultimately, it comes back to me just wanting to share the good news of Christ. I want to do that, and it and it's different for everybody. Everybody has their way of doing that, and the way that I do that is through music. The way that I present myself, present the content that I give to the world, and that's that's ultimately what I want to give to the world. You know, I, I just want to. I just want to reflect and shine a light back onto the creator because like i feel like for me that has been the best decision i i had ever made in my life it it totally changed my perspective on life the way i approach life and uh, i've lived a good good life even in spite of all the tough hard things i had to go through to get to that point and so i'm like man if if he could change my life and turn it into this this beautiful you know, a flower that it is now that he can do that for anybody, you know, and, and I want, and I know there's so many people who are searching for like, man, purpose and something, a reason to get up every day and, and, and just a better future and a better life. It's, it's possible. It's possible for anybody at any walk of life. I don't care how old you are, what, you know, ethnic background you are, what you come from, like it's possible for all of us, you know, but it starts there with, it starts with the creator, it starts with God and it starts through knowing him and then discovering what your purpose is and and then and then walking in it and it doesn't matter it it doesn't matter it's not it doesn't have to like it's not a perfect thing you know like even as we talk about how things align even for for example like the course for me was supposed to launch monday and i literally had technical difficulties happen on that monday so i was like oh, okay well and i i did a motivation monday about it and i was like look hey delay is okay it happens sometimes this is a part of you know life and things that we go through and then now you know, uh, it, now I'm back on course, just like you are. We're back on course now, you know, it's okay. The, the, it kept going and, and we still see the fruit of that. So, well, I, I think that it's, it's, it's one of those things where you, you run into hiccups like we did. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at my silly face on there. We're working with the cameras and all those things. And I love that this happens in real time because most of the time people see a Damien Horn and think life is perfect for Damien. Everything yeah, works right. well, and it, it's it's okay for you to give me this advice, Damien, but everything's great in your world, right? Yeah, and, yeah. which well, is not true. Well, and, and exactly. I, I know because you're a human being, but also right. I would never know by your attitude. Mm-hmm. I would never know by that, you know? And how how are you able to it's, – it's one thing to have that attitude, and then – when you have relationships with people, not everybody mm-hmm. has that attitude. How are you able, because this is a question I get all the time. How are you able to keep that attitude when you have people in your life or people around you? 
and we can't avoid them. Mm -hmm. Cause some people are like, no, just get those negative people out of your life and everything's going to be fine. I'm like, then you would live on an Island by yourself. Yeah. 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 So when Damien is, you know, vibrates at this, at this high level, how are you able to do that in, in relationship with people and, and continue to grow? Man, that's, that's a good question. And, and, it, it is a tricky thing, but the things that I personally do, and, and which, like I said, I talk about on the course, I, first of all, is like, I give myself permission to be upset, to be negative, to be mad, to be like, the thing is, is like, I think a lot of times people think, oh, if you're going to be a happy person, you got to be like this all the time, happy. Like, you know, like, like I was bummed when like, I told everybody, look, my course is hitting Monday be here, blah, blah, blah. And then it didn't happen. You know, so I was upset about that. Even my, my, uh, you know, my uh, partner, she called me and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just need to take this moment to accept it for what it is. And I was like, let me pout about it for today. And then I'll be good tomorrow. She's like, all right, I got it. Like I, first of all, I take the time to, to acknowledge those, those feelings. You can't like, I think avoiding feelings is the wrong way to approach it. I don't. So like, you might haven't called Damian Horn at a at a at a low moment moment, but if if you spend we get more time together, it'll probably happen because it, it does. It's like you know because like I don't I don't try to hide those and I don't try to keep those. I mean we're you know this is we're on the podcast and everything's great and things the course is working now so it's good you know like we're in a good spot. If you would if this podcast would happen Monday, you might not have been as bubbly Damian Horn on here. But I allow myself to have those moments. But the thing I do that might be different than some is like, I, I allot time to do that. I'm like, okay, this is the day I'll give, or I'll give, depending on the severity of it. Okay. I give this an hour. I'm a pout about this for an hour, man. I really wanted to do that. I really wanted to be a part of that. Woe is me. Mm, I'll take my moment and pout and do my thing. But then when, when I've given myself that it's gone, mm -hmm. I, I let it go. I move forward. And then, and then the other thing is when, when I'm dealing with other people and people's negative approach to me, you know, you know, I, you've probably read the book, uh, the four agreements, but one of the things it talks about in there is like, I don't take it personally. I don't. And I've gotten better at that. The older I've gotten, it's like, ah, cause I know I've probably come across like, there's somebody out there watching this podcast. who's like, I, I ran into this guy. He was a jerk at the grocery <laughs> store, you know, like. This is not the same guy, idea. you know? So like, I, I, I recognize that people have bad days. I, I try to put myself in other people's shoes. People, you never know what anybody's going through. And I literally like, and, and I always try to keep that in mind. Anytime I approach anybody who's giving me a negative vibe or negative energy or like that. And I don't take it personally. I try not to take it personally and I always try to return what I want to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why people will catch the bubbly side of me because if, if you're shooting negativity at me, man, I'm shooting you back 10 times more with positivity, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I think in my mind, it's like, well, maybe this is what they need. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not about me all the time. It's not me, me. So, you know, those two things, I give myself time to, to sit in those feelings in those places because they are real. We're human. Nobody's exempt from them as much as anybody tries to hide it. There's nobody who is happy 24 seven, but you can be happy more than you can be sad. And that's a, that's a disposition that comes from, first of all, renewing your mind and what you put around you, what you're feeding your mind, what you're putting in your body and, and all these other things. Talk to us about forgiveness. This is probably one of the hardest things that 
I mean, most of the people out there that are listening, you deal with it. I'm, I'm trying to forgive my camera, uh, for, for the, for, for the little debacle that happens. But again, this, what I love about it is we are not going to edit that. We are not going to edit it. You're all going to see it. And what I want you to realize is on your journey, you're going to have missteps. On your journey Absolutely. on your journey to becoming a star like Damien, you're going to go to L.A. and think that L.A. was it, and then you're going <laughs> to yep. end up on Skid Row for eight months. Yes. On yes. your journey to becoming a, a world-renowned <laughs> musician, you're going to have to tuck your tail between your legs and go back to North Carolina. Yeah. And then you're going to have to get into B210. <laughs> and then when you, everything, and then when the hundred dollars happens, the big and rich, the, the concerts all over the place, then the world is going to shut down. And the only profession, <laughs> exactly. only profession outside of all of mine, Damien, every one of mine, the only profession that was like, you're asked out, like nothing, nothing was yours. You're going to have these things go on. But I think there's a lot of people out there that, that struggle. And if you're, if you're out there and you're listening and you're like me, sometimes forgiveness is probably one of the hardest ones. And they say, you hear these, you know, little uh, bathroom quotes, uh, unforgiveness will rot your bones. Um, mm-hmm. Unforgiveness, if you hold on to it, um, it's like burning your own house down. And, you know, you hear all these things and then you're like, but you don't understand what that right. person did to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Talk us through forgiveness. Forgiveness. That's, that's a, that's a strong one because it's so powerful on both sides. Like if you, if you can't learn to do that, it, it, it is, you know, even it, man, it can be so detrimental on all around. And, but if you can learn to master it, man, like it's going to open up a new world for you. And it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, man. I like, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a, in a lifestyle where so many things happened to me as a, as a kid that was beyond my control. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, dealing with, physical abuse, sexual abuse, you know, things that happened to me as a child and like to forgive somebody who was an adult, you know, like who, who knew better and, and at the mercy of like a child and what, what I had to deal with and go through, like, that was a tough one for me to do. But I I started to realize like how, how it just kept me in a place of, of bitterness, you know, and it kept me in a place of like, not being able to like move forward. And it it was, it was just, it was, if, and, and, it's funny to kind of like, kind of like piggyback on the quote you were talking about is burning down your own house. It literally felt like it was destroying me more than this other person. Cause I wasn't even in contact with the people who did these things to me. It was something I had in me. And I was just like, I'll never forgive them for what they did to me and this and this and this, you know? And then like, they have no idea they're going on and living their life and doing their thing. And all of this was in me, you know? And so I had to learn to let that go. It's not easy. I, I will be the first to say that's not an easy thing, but the, like, man, everything, everything stems through the creator, because like when you look at what he did for us, you know what I'm saying? And, and it, you know, he sent his son while we were still sinners to die for on our behalf when we were still neglecting him. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's man, that's the ultimate sign of love and forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? So like when I, I the first thing that I do when I think about anything that I need to apply or uh, uh when I, what I want to see in my life, you know what I'm saying? I want forgiveness so bad. Cause I know there's times where I needed it because like I wasn't at my best form and I treated somebody or did something to somebody where I was not at my best form. So I can't ever ask somebody to give me something that I'm not willing to offer. And so I'm like, okay, man, I, I really want people to have mercy and grace on me when, 
if they catch me on stage, you know, dropping F-bombs or something in a video. I'm like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> You're not perfect. But like, forgive me. I had a lapse of judgment. That, did that come out of my mouth? You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like I want forgiveness. I want mercy. I want grace. And, and, and I always tell people, man, in a way to experience those things, if you want that, you got to put it out there. So mm. if I want to be forgiven, I got to forgive. If I want grace, I want mercy. I got to extend grace and mercy and tolerance to people, you know. What about that person out there that's listening? And I'm going to speak for you. Uh, not for you, Damien, but I'm going to speak for the person that's listening. That's saying, Damien, you don't know what they did. Mm. Help me with the process, Damien, because I don't know how to, this person did these things. I feel like first I need to, I mean, is it that I contact them and then I tell them how bad it was and then I forgive them? Or do I just forgive them or do I not call them or do I, what? Help, help us with this process because I think a lot of times people don't know where to start. Right. I, I, I think it, it's, it can be a combination of those things. Some of those situations, you, you might not be able to do certain things, you know, like, you know, some things, you know, like I know where I had to exercise forgiveness in my life. It was better for me just to learn how to do that internally and let it go. But it was unhealthy for me to reconnect with that, you know, that situation in that particular relationship. But if you feel like there is something that you can, you know, I'm, I'm all about, man, building and, and, and connecting and, and reviving relationships, man, because relationships are important, man. You, you know, like, you know, we don't get through this life alone and we, we all need each other. So anytime I can heal or mend a relationship, I'm all about that. I've been through so many different relationships in my life, you know, with friends and people I've come in contact with family members were like, we had a, a bad moment where it just tore us apart, man. And I just, I was like, man, I, I can't, me personally, I just can't live that way. You know, like I want to live, you know, the Bible speaks about learn to live at peace with all, you know, with all men. And and, and I want to do that with people. And sometimes you, you can't do that. And that's just, that's just the way that it is because it's a reciprocal thing. You know, somebody has to want it on the other end, but you first, I think you have to be okay with that in yourself. You're like, you know, can I let go of this? And can I move on from this? Can I grow from this? Can I forgive? Can I extend that? But like I like I said, like it's it's no easy task. You know, I feel like I'm just saying like, you know, like what I know to say in this situation because I don't know anybody's particular situation. You know, like I, I if I think it was like the worst thing I could think of was like, you know, this guy murdered my mom and now he's in prison writing me letters saying, please forgive me for killing your mom. Like to me, that would be like the ultimate. I'm a mama's boy don't touch mama. Okay. You know? <laughs> and so like, if that happened, how I would respond to that, you know? And, and like I said, when you, when you are, when you get connected, everything, man, everything goes through the vine. Everything goes through God. When you get connected with God, he starts putting these things in you. That's not even of your, your natural character. Believe it or not, when I was growing up, I had, a, I had a bad temper, you know, and some people around me can see that if you ever see me on a basketball court, <laughs> this, this whole podcast will, be obsolete. <laughs> I'll just put it like that. But I, you know, like, so, you know, like, but when you get connected to the vine, man, you start developing characteristics and you get empowered by his spirit to do things that you couldn't do on your own, that you couldn't do by yourself. You're like, man, like normally, man, I would have slapped somebody in the face for that. But like, 
I'm, I'm going to brush that off. I can move. You know, you start developing these characteristics and you get empowered in ways that you think you couldn't do and, and, and with things you couldn't do. So I would say that to somebody who's struggling with forgiveness. Like, I'm like, man, just just lock in closer and closer to the word and to God. And he he will do the the construction on your heart, because that's the thing, man. Like, even when I talk about, you know, the, the man, the music, the message and the purpose. And when I walk out and everything I do, when you do your podcast, when we when I play music, you know, like these are tools and we are vessels, man. We're like the vessel. But like it says, we can we can water the flowers, we can till the ground, but only God gives the increase. He's the only one who can give the increase. So whenever you need that increase in your life, do what you know to do. Water, we can water, till the ground, but we can do all of that we want, but we got to sit there and wait for that plant to grow. We There's nothing we can do to make that plant shoot out the ground. That's all him. So as long as we do our part, he'll do his part, guaranteed. So don't don't stress that, you know, like just do know what you know to do. And if you can't even do that, ask for his help, man. Like empower me, give me something outside of myself to get through this. And it, 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 it works, try it for 30 days, like I said. <laughs> 30 days, try them out. You know, money back guaranteed. I'm telling you, you can do it. Hey, for all of you out there listening, you know exactly why I have this guy on the show. You know why he's my friend. You know why I talk what I do about him. And you may think uh, at times, uh, Damien, you give me a hard time and you may think I'm gassing you up and I'm not. You know, because the people who get a chance to listen to you, they get a chance to experience you. They experience your heart. They experience who you are. It, it's, it's unbelievable, the gift, right? The gifts that you have. Talk to us, too, about the because we're in a world a lot of times where people don't take the time to master. And so we're going to go right back into the middle of the music, right? They don't take the time to master their craft. They were given a gift, but they don't master that thing. And, and you've really just dedicated your whole entire life to continuing. And, and you're so humble because you're like, I'll never be there. Um, all of us that have heard you or experienced you, and if you've seen him live, you know that, I mean, literally, Damien, because stop doing scales in the morning, although he'll tell you he <laughs> wouldn't do that. We would think that you could. Talk to us about how that, that music or that that mastery of your gift really gives you wings and helps you to, you know, it flows into all the rest of it. Because I find that your message is so clear now because mm -hmm. your mastery level is, you know, your mastery level and you honoring your gifts. Yeah, I, I, well, I think it's important, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of technical stuff that comes with, like, when you have a gift, you know, like, say if you like, like, we keep talking about uh, being a chef, you know, somebody who's a chef, you know, like, when you're first starting out, you know, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, exactly, put the, <laughs> put the seasoning on it, but you're so focused on, like, you know, the right ingredients and making sure everything is correct, and, and then you serve it to people, and you're like, okay, how did, how did they respond to that, you know, like, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And if it's bad, then you go back to the drawing board. It's like, well, maybe this needs a little more of this or less of this. And and in the beginning, you're trying to figure those things out. But once you kind of master what you do, I, I feel like that's when you become like it's that's when you become the fish in water. That's when you become the bird at flight, you know, and then there's so much more, you know, freedom in what you can do when you when you find the mastering of it. And then and then there's it's the when you're able to like you then you can take that tool and use it to really like you know like 
you know, spread the message, whatever message that is you want to spread to people. Because then you're not you're not caught up in the process of that particular uh, tool or gift. Now you're you're living in the interaction of what it does. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, like I said, it's like I, you know, the analogy I always think of is like when like, you know, if you catch a fish and you put it on the ground, you know, and it's kind of just flopping there. It's like ah, ah. and then you like you take it and you pick it up and you throw it back in the water and it goes. It just takes off. It's just like that's what mastering your gift can do for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it, it can it can allow you to really take off in life and 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 open those like when when I got to a certain level musically, you know, like I started noticing like before I'm like, hey, uh, can I come play this gig? You know, like, are you guys, you know, you looking for anybody? Hey, call me back, please. You know, like. You know, those things are happening. But then when you develop a mastery of what you do, it's like, bring, hello? Okay, yeah, uh, well, I'm booked. I'm sorry, I can't do that. And then, like, I'm literally at a point where I can pass, you know, gigs and things along to other artists that I believe in who I feel I can do that. Because of the mastery of what I've done, I've, I've built a mastery of what I do. And now the opportunities that come along with that become plentiful. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what one of the, the you know, byproducts of mastering what you do, you know, and then you, you opportunities come. And then when those opportunities come and you're uh, able to display it, you don't only like get up there and just kind of deliver this plate of food. I mean, you can do it with your own personality, your own flair, your own message, you know, your own messaging. And you're like this fish in water and like, and it is amazing to people, you know, cause there's nobody, when you tap into what you are and who you are as an individual, there's nobody on the planet who can do that better than you. You just have to figure out what that is and go and master it, you know. How does someone find their purpose? Finding your purpose. Like, I'll, I'll say this a hundred times if I, if I say it once. It all starts with you, you find purpose in finding the, the creator. You know, you're a creation. Who created you? What did he create you for? And that's the first place to start. Another place to start is what natural abilities, talents, gifts, passions, that you have already. Like there's things in you right now, if you sat and thought, it's like, man, like, I really like, I really love playing video games. I'm, you know, like, and like, I remember, you know, when I was growing up, that wasn't as big of a thing as, you know, now, but like, you know, like, okay, let's, let's build on that. Let's figure out things that you're passionate about. You have these natural abilities. Uh, and, and then like start sourcing these things out, figuring out, okay, well, what, what can I do that aligns with these things, these perp, you know, this thing that I have natural abilities in, natural gifts in, uh, talents, resources already at my disposal. Like your purpose, a lot of time is it is it's it's really, you know, not to make it feel like it's an easy process to discover, but a lot of times it's right in front of you. Like it's right in front of you. Sometimes we we don't recognize it because maybe we're getting these other opportunities, you know, like what I talked about. We're like, oh, let's go over here. Maybe sometimes we don't recognize it by that, or or we we just fill our lives with, you know, we have a lot of things in this life that we, you know, like, you know, our nine to fives. We got to pay bills, you know. We got to get the kids to work. We got, I mean, school, and we got to get to work. It's so much that we got to do. Sometimes we get those so distracted on the things that we feel like we have to do. We don't get time to sit down and and, and do inventory of ourselves and like who am i what 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 makes me want to get up every morning you know what i'm saying like why 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 do i want to get up every morning is it like i know why i have to get up you know 
you know, because of this and this thing, but what, what excites me about getting up? And I think purpose always is hovering around those things. You know what I'm saying? When you start figuring out what those things, your purpose is right there. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and, and then, like I said, and once you step into that purpose, you're going to be that fish in water. You're going to be that bird in flight. It, and then you're like, Oh, this is it. Like I found, I, I, I'm thankful that I, I really feel like I found mine as a kid. You know what I'm saying? When I was really young, I knew what I was really excited about. I love music and that stuff. The purpose understanding came more as I got older, but I already knew when I was a kid, I was like, I told people when I left Hickory <laughs> before I came back after failing in, in Hollywood, when I left the first time, I was like, I'm going to Hollywood. And I was like, either I'm going to be a bum musician or I'm going to do it for a living, but I'm going to be a musician. There was no, there was no, there was no plan B for me. It was like, this is what I'm doing with my life. Music will be involved, whether I get paid to do that or whether I just sit on the side of the street and do it. I will be doing music. And so that was the thing that I knew about myself. Well, it, it's incredible. Um, <clears throat> you know the question I'm going to ask you right now. Mm -hmm. You know the one that I'm going to ask you if you could do. <laughs> you said that there's a, uh, a guitar near you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep talking about this. I, I and and I, for those of you out there listening, I hope you understand, and I think that you do. Being with us on the podcast, riding us with us the way that you have, and we appreciate you. But I only speak the things that are in my heart, as far as like I, I don't have an agenda, right? We're not held by you have to speak about this, you have to speak about that. Right. I'm saying when I say that this is one of the greatest musicians I've ever heard in my entire life, the reason why I'm saying that is because that's the truth. And you've been hearing me say this for almost an hour or a little <laughs> over an hour. I think, I mean, I and I talked about transitions and I talked about the flow and I talked about those things. Would there be any way that you could pick up that guitar? Yeah, of course. And get it and get us a little, I mean, and take us through like, I, I don't get to pick the songs. I'm not that guy that grows up to the DJ and is like, yo, you need to play this. You need to play that. I'm saying, Help us with these transitions. Help these people out there to experience a true master at what he does. All right, so I'll, I'll kind of show you kind of one of the like one of the this is one of the easier transitions that I do because you can hear, like I said, music is just a language, you know, and it, it speaks in progressions and, and a number system. So like uh, a Nashville number system, this chord progression would be like a one, five, six, four. So like you you kind of know that as a musician, if you're, you, you're doing music, but like so, so the one is the, is the tonic or is the dominant, you know, tonic. And you go to a five, which in this case, you know, uh, and then you go six and to a four. So that repeats itself. Now I have a song written to this chord progression. It goes like this. Rain. It's just one of those things. Some days you got it. But hate. Oh, 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 hate. It's only here because somebody taught it. So I sing that song, you know, like, and going in that progression. Now, as you're listening to this song, when I hear this song, I hear like a hundred songs because there's like a hundred songs that might not be in the same key, which is a whole nother thing, but it still uses that same progression. 
And so when I'm playing, I can go into any one of those songs. When I see your face, it's not a thing that I would change because you're amazing just the way you are. So I can sing that, you know, like, or I can take you back and be like, don't stop believing hold on to that feeling street lights people you know the little journey i could go into uh, uh some jason moraz because i won't hesitate no more no more it cannot wait I'm yours, and I hear like hundreds of songs with there's and there's like lots of songs with that progression that uses that progression, and when you know that and you hear that, then at any moment you can go into song like, here's a little song I wrote. You might wanna sing it note from note, so don't worry, be happy. You know, you can go, I mean, I could go on and on. I literally could probably do this for the next 20, 30 minutes. So I could go from song to song, you know, like, um, cause baby, you're a fire, you were, come on, show them what you were, make it go up, 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 as you shoot across the sky, I, I, some Justin Bieber. Cause baby, 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 oh, my baby, baby. I mean, I could go on and on for all, all day long, but that's hey, how it Hold on, Damien, before you take this off, before you keep okay. this on, keep this on for a second. Okay. I told you I wasn't going to ask you to do, but could you transition from something in Maxwell to Bruno? No, actually Bruno to, to Maxwell, because I think that Maxwell is the, the high level where my wife thinks Bruno is that. When I see your face, so that'd be my Bruno. Not a thing that I would change because you're amazing just the way you are. Pretty wings, y'all. Pretty wings, y'all. I say your pretty wings, your pretty wings, So you can like, you can go like, if you hear it, and even if it's not exactly in the same like progression, if you hear it, you know how to maneuver around the chords melodically and just pull any and every song kind of into it. You can, you can do that for like days and days. Damien, are you able to now at the, I mean, cause I think you could do anything and Every person out there, I'm going to clap for every single person out there that was listening because this is what I'm talking about. Have you ever thought, and I, I don't even know, but have you ever thought about when, uh, like, to be able to take someone through the man, the music, the uh, the message, and take it through in a song like like where you're breaking and talking about it, and then uh, then you're going into another part of their of their their music, and then going on to into the other. So I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because this is another like this is another like mission of mine and I, I've done it in the past, but I want to develop it and create it. I do. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with like one man shows like, you know, John Leguizamo has a phenomenal 
one man show called The Freak. I've seen so many. Um, there's a guy named uh, I think it's Bo Bear Bearman. He has one called Make Happy that is phenomenal. Like if you ever see, it's it's a one man show. It's basically like one person on stage for like an hour, hour fifteen minutes, and they're just doing their thing and they're incorporating with John Leguizamo. He, he is a, he's an actor comedian. So he does a lot of monologue and like changing voices and talks like his mom and does his dad, but he does it, you know, like, and it's so cool. I love to see those things. And, and, and the uh, kid named Bo does the same thing, but he does, he's a comedian, but he also has some musician ability. And so he kind of incorporates both of those. And so I created my own one man show called rise and shine and I've done it a few times but my goal is to like to like build it to a point where i can do like a, some some broadway and off-broadway productions of just my one-man show of my life and it literally is that it's literally me taking you from you know birth to the you know family deaths to next to kin to hollywood back to nashville to you know you know all of that stuff but it's also incorporating music and comedy because i love comedy as well so music incorporating music comedy monologues, acting, I dance, I do everything in this kind of one man show. And I've done it a few times, you know, just as like testing in Nashville, you know, at some theaters here. And that's where I got some friends who run the Destiny. Uh, my friend Sean Whistle runs the Destiny Theater here in Nashville. So I've done it there a couple of times, but I'm I'm building it as, as I build my confidence to do it uh, on a more regular basis. But yeah, that's like, that's one of the things and it's called Rise and Shine. So it's just like, my rise and shine stories, like rising over adversity and shining, finding purpose and living that out. Well, Damien, it's amazing because you answered the question I was going to ask you, which was what's next for Damien. But now everyone who experienced your music just a second ago, it, 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 it blows my mind because, you know, while you're going through, you know, you're saying here's a, a six, a five and a I think you, did you say a two? I, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. There was a two and a six and a five. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, that, okay, all I need is the two, the six and the five and yeah. I'm good. I'm going on tour. That, yeah. Then I can do backup for you. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Um, but I just, I just think that it's amazing, man. And I want to encourage you because you know what it is that you're doing, the, the power that you give to so many people, um, we as an audience that get to hear you, we want to give it right back to you. And the wings that you give us, it's probably one of the toughest times in my life, um, was the second PLH that I went to and we were sitting in the lobby of the hotel and, and you sang a song. And I don't remember the exact song itself. It was a, it was, it was a Bible verse, I remember. That, mm-hmm. That's the part that I remember. But as you were singing it, I had just lost my mom um, about uh, less than a year before. And that day, I don't know if you realize this, but that day was my parents' anniversary. Oh. And I was sitting with my dad and I mean, he should be losing it. He's the strong one. I lost it. I, I'm just thinking about, but you, you give wings to so many people, man. And, you know, as an audience member, as a super fan, as a friend, as a family member, I want to throw that right back to you because it's not a, a situation of like, if it's just a situation of when, I mean, rise and shine. I mean, we're all waiting for this, man. We want tickets. We want tickets now. And I just, I want to encourage you, man. So, uh, you know, I started the podcast because of my two kids, you know, uh, you know, their names and, um, it's Maddox and McKenna. And, uh, you know, I did it because I wanted to take like, I think you're one of the most iconic people in my life, man. 
And I wanted to take them and show them that the Damien's of the world to, to not only reach the heights that you did, but to understand the purpose in which you were doing it for. Mm -hmm. That you weren't a superhero, that you were a human being, you have blood in your veins, and that you have a phenomenal work ethic. You have incredible, impeccable, unmatched attitude. And that's the key to success. So what advice would you give to Maddox and McKenna? And if you could use their names, it would be awesome. Maddox and McKenna, this is my advice. And, and this is one I feel like out of everything I've, I've said today, you know, the, these are the things that stick that I feel like have been the most pertinent in my life. You know, first is discovering God, discover God and what God has called you to do and whatever that may be go after it. Don't be afraid of it. Like he's going to equip you. There's going to be some peaks. There's going to be some valleys, but the good, good life is about the journey of it. It's not just the destination. The process of it is a beautiful thing. Every moment is precious. And the way to achieve that, you don't have to be the most talented in the world. You don't have to be the smartest, the strongest, the fastest, but I will tell you, these two things will help you uh, insurmountably. And that's attitude, good attitude and effort. Put in the effort, have a good attitude with everything you do, and just doors literally will fly open. And then you walk in that path that God has put in front of you. Don't be afraid of anything. Be fearless. Be fearless because it's it's okay to fail. It's okay to get back. It's okay to go to L.A. and fall on your face and come back to North Carolina and then go to and fall on your face and go to it's it's okay to do all those things, you know, because that's the beauty. I'm telling you, when I look back on my life. The moments that stick out to me the most, that give me the most, you know, joy is moments where like I I had these encounters where I was sitting on the side of the street playing and somebody walked by me and this is why I'm homeless. And I'm like, man, you got something, you know, like those little moments and nuggets of hope that people gave me in those moments, like they stick out to me way more than the stadiums I've played. You know, I've played in stadiums, you know, like hundreds of thousands of people, you know what I'm saying? And I remember, you know, the most was the little, you know, almost dive bar places I played in, in Nashville coming up or even in North Carolina coming up, you know, and just how it felt to be alive and doing what I love to do and and the pursuit of that good, good life and purpose and and, and that stuff is just as uh you know fueling and 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 good as as the the final destination. You know what I'm saying? So I would say that I would say get connected to God, follow his purpose and, and follow it with good attitude and good effort. And man. Damien, you are amazing. You, you always blow me away. You blew me away with the music today. Uh, and I thank you for that, man. I, I thank you for that. Not only that, but uh, any of you out there listening, you could get a hold of uh, Damien through DamienHorn.com. The course just dropped. I've never talked about a course on this podcast ever. The reason why I am talking about this course, because you know now who Damien is. And if you got the opportunity to spend time with one of the true masters of their craft, the Good Good Life program, guys, it's a no-brainer. DamienHorn.com. You need to check him out on Instagram, check him out on Facebook. You need to check him out anywhere where you can. Although don't call him because he probably will not answer you. <laughs> I'm joking. He answers my calls all the time. And I, I mean, honestly, like it, it's incredible to me to, to have a friend, not only at the level that you are in your profession, and I know you're humble about this, but also that the, the level of, more importantly, the level of your heart and to be able to have someone that I get to call a friend, that I get to call a brother, and that I get to call is means the world to me, man. 
DamianHorn.com. You need to go to the website today. You need to check this guy out. And then I'm going to give a little sneak peek because I don't know if any of you could get invited, but I'm invited. And Damien <laughs> is doing a concert in July 23rd in Lehigh, Utah. Probably one of the coolest concerts that are going to be there. If you could get an invitation, possibly, Damien is going to be there. And Damien is going to be going, I mean, is there any upcoming shows right now that a person can experience the da- uh, Damien Horn that, that we've been talking to today? Yes, there, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be having all these posted on my, uh, my website, DamienHorn.com, at the end of the week. But there's going to be plenty in Nashville, around the surrounding areas, and some are opening back up across the country. So just, man, check it out. Like on there, you go to my tour schedule. It'll, it'll give you dates, places, venues of where I'll be. And uh, yeah, there, there'll be plenty that's open to, you know, wherever they're allowing me to play during this, you know, this, this moment in time, I'll be playing because I, I love it. Well, Damien, you have been absolutely phenomenal today, man. I want to congratulate you on all the success. And it, it couldn't happen to a better person. Um, it couldn't happen to, you know, I know that uh, uh, the, the the wedding is coming soon, too. Yes. I want to congratulate you on that. You. Um, you're just a, a phenomenal man that honestly, like anytime I talk to you, I, 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 I feel worse about myself because you're such a great man. Um, I want to get better. Seriously, every time I talk to you, I want to get better. I want to go practice. I want to go work on this. And and mainly it's uh, about the fact that I want to work on my heart because I see your heart. I see your light. I see how the man that you are, I see the music that you play, and I see the message that you give, and all of them are right in line, and you're exactly where you need to be right now, man, because God has ordained you and has gifted you in such a phenomenal, phenomenal way, Damien. Man, thank you so much, man. And and that I'm, that goes, brother, double portion for you. I mean, since the moment we met, dude, we were like brothers, man. And your heart and your energy is it, it attracts it attracts what you're putting out. And that and if you're saying that about me, that's what it means about you, man. You have that heart and you have that passion for people, and and and, and it's beautiful. You don't you don't see it as as often as you know. I I know I would like to see it in this world. So you're you're definitely a rare commodity a rare gem and i'm glad that we are friends and connected thank you now's the time if you're listening out there uh click the links check out the uh, the sponsors do all the things that you know you need to do um and i tell you check out damianhorn.com guys and we want to appreciate we want to tell you that we appreciate you listening to the show um riding with us and uh you know on on this amazing journey of being able to take iconic people like damian and helping everyone to understand that it's about the attitude and the effort that they put in that makes all the difference in the world. Damien, you're officially off the hot seat.